On the 5th of December 2022, an ANC NEC directive uh, was issued uh, directing uh, members of the uh, of Parliament. Uh, I would like to 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 specifically uh, highlight that directing members of Parliament to vote in a particular way, and uh, subsequent to that, the chairperson of uh, the ANC also went on as far as. Uh, saying that uh, basically uh, throw the line or ship out. Now, we view this as a threat because we've always argued that there is volatility of the environment which does not permit for the independence of members of parliament to act with integrity as they are voted or sworn in into parliament as individuals and not a group. And therefore, in them entrusted by the people of this country, an opportunity, the right to be independent in their thinking and exercise their conscience when voting. We believe that this directive actually speaks against the very essence and some of the, um, the issues that were raised by the speaker in trying to say that there is no need for a secret ballot on this matter. But this directive actually speaks against that. Mm-hmm. There is a need for a secret ballot because livelihoods from these threats uh, would actually be affected and, God forbid, lives would be too. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the Speaker turned down your uh, request for the secret ballot. So what bearing do you think this will have, this decision by the Speaker have with respect to today's vote? the members of parliament at risk, number one. Two, this also stifles the work of the National Assembly. You will remember that on a number of instances, there are, the, the National Assembly has been cited as a, a platform that does not do what it is supposed to do. If you refer to Part 6, Volume 2 of the portions of the Zondo report, where Chief Justice Zondo says Parliament has failed in its obligation because MPs are told how to vote by party leaders, and that Parliament has a duty to investigate or inquire where there was a reasonable cause to suspect unconstitutional, unlawful, and improper conduct on the part of members of the executive. And if you take it back to that judgment, the speaker against the UDM, you would see that uh, the, the, the actions of the speaker were noted as actually tantamount to abuse of office by the speaker because the power of the speaker is not a personal possession but belongs to the people of South Africa. It must be exercised with rationality and due Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, this is why, as the African Transformation Movement, we believe that the Speaker must consider. We have written another letter last night, and we have given the Speaker uh, a deadline of 12 o'clock today, because we believe that the Speaker has not dealt with two fundamental issues, the NEC meeting and the rents of the chairperson. If the Speaker deals with those issues in line with the two quoted sections that I've just ventilated right now, there is no way that in his uh, in her same state the Speaker wouldn't grant a secret ballot. Mm-hmm. Now, the DA and ATM have been lobbying other political parties and even ANC MPs to vote President uh, uh, Ramaphosa's uh, for the uh, impeachment of the president. Do you think that you've managed to secure enough support and that your lobby will find resonance among some of the ANC MPs who have already publicly stated that they will vote for the impeachment process? You can definitely see from that response, you can definitely see from 
that stance that also seeks to defy uh, the, the directive uh, that you even hear that uh, they are saying they were not given enough time to interact. When you see that kind of conviction, it speaks to truth of what we've been saying all along. It is finally finding resonance with members across the board, across political parties. People are now seeing that there is merit to what the African Transformation Movement has been saying all along, and that Mr. Ramaphosa has a case to answer. And if the Speaker, or when the Speaker grants us the secret ballot, you can see the true reflections of this, because the only thing that is needed right now is protection of members of parliament. If members of parliament can be protected, you will see that the people of this country, members of parliament Mm -hmm. in particular, are ready to do the right thing. Uh, Just briefly, what is the ATM's view on the narrative that the removal of the president could be devastating to South Africa and perhaps create a crowd of instability and uncertainty? It's very interesting whenever people raise that issue that South Africans chose the ANC knowing that uh, the deputy president is Didi Mabuza. We knew this since 2017, and we knew that the deputy president, there's a narrative of the deputy president becoming, automatically becoming the president in the event that the president is incapacitated during his work. Uh-huh. And in 2019, we voted them knowing very well, and all of a sudden now we are, uh, we are shocked when this, there's a possibility of that happening. Let's be honest to ourselves. <laughs> okay, that's where we got to leave it. Zaman Jona, communications manager at the African Transformation Movement or the ATM Party. For more on this, we join on the line by the ANC NEC member, Dakota Lajueta. Very good morning to you and welcome. Good morning, sir, and good morning to all the listeners. Mr. Lajueta, the ANC NEC resolved that the caucus will vote against the adopting the Palapala report. What are your views on reports that some of your members in parliament are now planning to defy the ANC instruction to caucus? And how should members vote? Look, uh, the voting, as uh, you know, it's a matter that belongs to the caucus uh, for them to implement inside uh, the parliament. So the party mandate will be forwarded to the caucus uh, in parliament for them to know how to vote. uh, And and that is basically the point that is going to happen. So far, the NEC took a decision to vote uh, against that particular report and we hope that members will do that. But we know that uh, uh, as the party, we can coerce any member to vote in a particular way uh, based on the court outcome of the Concord on the uh, on the Zuma, UDM, and Parliament case where in the court made it very clear that the Parliament is responsible to hold the executive accountable, in particular the President, and again, parliament, uh, parliamentarians uh, are first and foremost uh, responsible to the oath of the office they've taken on behalf of the Republican voters, and, and that must be respected. And so I would not want to uh, coerce or even force members of parliament, but uh, we expect them to respect the party line. Mm-hmm. Now, the ANC and even the party president himself have quoted on numerous occasions saying that a party will deal decisively with corrupt members and anyone who brings the party into disrepute. But the ANC will ironically use its majority today in parliament to defend the president against impeachment. Thoughts? 
Indeed, uh, you are correct. This our 54th National Conference Resolution. If you trace our resolutions from Mafikeng, in 1997, we committed to deal with terrorists and opportunists who would want to use the ANC for self-enrichment and self-advertisement. And that is a resolution that we still stand with. Even now, on this particular matter, uh, that resolution stands. And I think uh, if Parliament uh, uh, has to exercise its right, so be it. But we know this particular matter is not only in Parliament, it's within other law enforcement agencies. So uh, the case is not like it's going to be shelved under the carpet, but uh, we felt as a party that based on our uh, on our position, we should take this direction. Mm-hmm. Now, Carl Niels has been expelled from the ANC, and both Tony Yengeni and Batabile Dlamini have been critical of the president with regards to the Palapala matter, are barred from positions in the top six or, or the NEC. Is the ANC purging certain people, but on the other hand being soft on other people that the president is aligned to? Indeed, the issue of consistency will be a matter of concern in the ANC. And that looks very clumsy because we are turning the ANC into becoming an animal farm. We know for a fact that there are some of us who have committed serious offenses and there are allegations against us. Even from the Zondo Commission, some of us are ministers and deputy ministers and were appointed by the commission support, but nothing so far has happened. But there are others. Uh, who we are acting with creates an inconsistency, and I think it's a matter that we have to be considerate about. But uh, comrades who, who feel aggrieved by administrative action from the NC, they have an opportunity in the Constitution to appeal, and I am sure they can use that uh, anger if they feel aggrieved. But the issue of consistency in the application of the rules and the law and the Constitution is something we need to reconsider so that uh, we do it in an equal basis for equal members, uh, for mm-hmm. equal purpose.